Hey guys, welcome to this episode of Sometimes I Talk to Myself. This is your host, Cecily White. I love saying your host, even though I'm not hosting anything. (laughs) So yeah, how are you guys doing? Man, I just remembered something that I forgot in my last uh, podcast. I actually have braces now. Did I tell y'all that? I don't know. But yeah, I have braces now and um, it's interesting I have had them for exactly a month. I think yesterday was a month. And um, I think so. Yeah, February 5th. So, yes. Yeah, there. it's very interesting. People, I've, one thing that people say about me when they meet me is, oh my gosh, your smile is so beautiful. And, you know, your teeth are so white and they're blinding and all this stuff. Um, but... I actually felt self-conscious about my smile um, because on the right side, upper, there's this tooth. It's like a baby tooth. (laughs) And so it it gave me character. And I always say like, you know, a little like perfection is overrated, but a little bit of imperfection is actually kind of cute. And so, yeah. So even when I would get my nails done, it seemed like every time I got my nails done, I would ding it or mess it up in some way. And I'm like, well, there's my little bit of imperfection and I would just keep it moving, you know? So it's been, um, that's been kind of my motto for years and years. But with my smile, I loved to smile at people. But when I would see it in pictures, that tooth always looked like it was like kind of hiding in the shadows. (laughs) So, so yeah, my bottom teeth are pretty straight. Um, except on the same side, like my little, you know, incisor teeth and yeah, incisor teeth, my, um, it was doing something weird there too. So I just said, you know what? And my daughter, she got braces. And so we were both like, let's just do it together. So yeah. So I have braces guys. Hello. So if I sound funny, that's probably why. Um, or if you hear me with a lisp, that's why. <laughs> so, yeah, that was something I wanted to share that I totally forgot to tell you guys last time. Uh, something else, too. Last last week, we talked about um, the exchange, making an exchange with God. And I gave you the story about how I went to um, Nevada, drove out of my way to to be to meet a friend and say hi to a friend. And it ended up being a really a blessing for her and a blessing for me. Right. But one thing I I did not finish was I realized I told you guys that, you know, I left a very um, successful and like seemingly taking off, getting off the ground uh, situation back in Redding, California. And I left that obvious blessing, obvious favor to come to a place where I had no idea where I was going. I told you I slept in my car. You know, I had um, just me and my daughter were essentially homeless coming here and And then just through like meeting a lady at church and seeing the girls, seeing some girls at church and like actually one of the girls um, at the group home, she got saved and I didn't know who she was, but I was drawn to her. So after church, I went towards the front of the the, the the church where she was and she was about to like um, talk to the pastor. And I said, where are your people? I said, I'm so proud of you. You made such an incredible decision today. And I said, you know, where are your people? And she was just standing there by herself. And I was like, yeah, where are your people? She said, um, you know, I live in a group home. I'm like, what is it? What is a group home? I didn't say that. You know, I had to pretend like I knew because she was kind of like looking like, 
duh, you know. <laughs> so I acted like, oh, okay, well, where, where you, um, you know, where they at? Where they at? You know. So she was like, yeah, they're they're over there. I was like, okay, cool. So I walked. I was like, just hugged her, and I just walked back with her after she finished with the pastor, and um, just told her I was super proud of her, and just couldn't stop hugging her. And so that's I just kept um, every Sunday. And it's very interesting. Let me tell you something else, too. My aunt, she lives in Texas, but this is her pastor. These are her people. Like, this is her church. And so when I first moved down here, and Gianna and I were staying in a hotel, um, my aunt was here for a conference. And she told me, she said, you need to come to to this church. This is, like, my covering. I live in Texas, but, you know, he's my covering. And I said, okay. So I go and initially I'm thinking, where's the young people? Like it was a lot of older people there and I wasn't feeling it, but the worship was off the chain. Um, and I think, I think coming from Bethel, I was just skeptical of everybody because I'm like, not because Bethel makes you like that, but because I had been in such an environment where there was such a purity there. So I was like, okay, what is this? What is this about to be? But it actually was pretty good. So I hadn't been to any other churches since I moved to Florida, except that church. My aunt, she was like, go for it. I'm like, first I was thinking, I'm going to humor her. But actually, I just, I was like, okay, I'll join. So I joined the church. Actually, no, the Lord told me to join. And the day he told me to join, I was like, uh-uh. <laughs> I didn't move. I mean, I was going to move. And then I was like, uh, that's that one disobedience. Go back and listen to the last episode. That was that um, one, one of those times I was disobedient. So anyway, um, but I went ahead and joined. Well, I got the form to join after that same day. And then I never like walked up to the front. I don't think. I think I just didn't go up that day. But I did go to the back counter and I said, OK, what do I do to join? And the lady told me and I just kind of did it more privately. But I did do it that day. So don't beat me up. But anyway, um, so my whole point is. I got connected with the girls at the group home and they would see me every Sunday and run up and hug me. And I was like, I have to find a way to be able to be in contact with them, whether it be that I can come over and do their hair, like do something to just hang with them. And one thing led to another and I ended up meeting the the, the CEO, the founder, the, the director of the group home and got a chance to to hang with her and turns out it was just like man it was just a god thing you know so I ended up me and G I was nervous at first about you know my daughter being with me but um me and G ended up moving into one of the group homes and it's just temporary but it was such and is such a blessing to be able to see the girls every day to have an impact on them to for them to have an impact on me and my heart because it's like whoa you know this is this is very um I mean it's eye-opening you know and and then for my daughter to be able to see that she has been living such a good life you know regardless of where we are at this very moment you know we don't have some of the stories that they have and their testimony you know we have different um things were different for us you know and I've had some pretty rough stuff happen to me but um, I'm, I mean, nothing compared to what they've experienced. So anyway, so yeah, I wanted to tell you that, that, um, just a little brief kind of, if you go back and listen to the exchange, 
that was my first episode for this second season that we're in. And um, that I was just talking about how when you make an exchange with God, it's for a purpose. And sometimes he'll take you out of your comfort zone, but it's not all about you. And so I know we, we've come to the ministry of self so much nowadays. And it's just been, well, what do I feel comfortable with? How is this going to affect me and mine? And what is this doing for my portfolio and me? And, you know, and how do I feel today? And I'm very much an advocate of having those moments, but I definitely don't feel like that's a place that we should, we should come to rest and live in. You know, I do believe that we should take some me time and I do believe that we should, you know, carve out time, just like I had to carve out time to, to date my husband or work on my book or, you know, if like, if you don't actually set time aside for things, it won't get done. So you do have to set time aside to, to take care of you and you have to do it often. And it may be once a day where you take, you know, 30 minutes and you say, okay, I'm just going to do breathing exercises or meditate on a scripture for this long and not move. Excuse me. But, um, I don't think that our lives should be built around us. I heard this young lady say on, um, it was a wife swap episode and this girl, it was like a Christian family and they swapped with like an atheist family. And this little girl was, I was so impressed by her. I saw this years ago, but I was so impressed by her because the, 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 the mom that swapped was, um, trying to push her. Like, why are you cleaning all the time? We, you don't follow these rules. You're following my rules. And she was really, really on her, but not just when the rule change happened, but she was on her from the beginning. And I, they, the camera panned to the little girl in her room praying and crying. And she was like, Lord, just make me meek and teachable, make me meek and teachable. Like she was just over and over saying it, crying, praying. And I was like, wow. And I saw this years ago, but it struck my heart. And I was thinking, Oh my God, like I want to be that type of, this little girl, she's got it, you know, even in the, even in a difficult situation, she's cried out for the right things. She's not saying kill my enemies and whatnot. So anyway, um, why was I telling y'all that? Dang it. This is a problem when you're driving and you're talking, (laughs) you don't have notes. It's like crap, you know, but, (laughs) but I was, I know I went back to tell you guys for a reason that, um, for me, coming out of my comfort zone was, yeah, God could have had me meet a millionaire when I moved here. And they could have said, yeah, move in my house. And, you you know, this I have this, this summer villa that you guys can stay in for as long as you need. But I, I'm, I moved to a group home. And initially, I was like, you know, what in the world? But when I get to see those girls every day, you know, and I mean, it's just... I see. I see now. I see. Yes, yes, I'm uncomfortable. Yes, I would love to to be <laughs> in a different setup in a type of situation, but but man, these babies, you know, if they can remember me, like I remember that little girl from Wife Swap, and they can remember Miss Cecily. I remember when she stayed with us, she was the same. She wasn't all over the place cussing us out one minute and nice the next minute saying she loved Jesus, but doing, you know, she was consistently, this is who she was. And she showed us how to love God, how to live for God. Like this is something, you know, they still do stuff. (laughs) These girls, I mean, they are teenagers. They still do things, but, but I know that the Bible says, if you train them up in the way that they should go, then when they're old, they won't depart from it. So 
I'm holding God to that. I'm, I haven't had much influence, but the, the little that I've had, I know is going to make a big impact on their lives. So, yeah, I just wanted to finish that thought um, before I moved on to our topic for today, because I was like, oh, yesterday, I kind of not yesterday, but the last podcast, I kind of left it a little, um, you know, that part. I didn't say I just said, oh, God brought me to a group home. And I'm like, they don't know how much of a blessing that is for me and also for the people that I'm encountering and also for my daughter. So, yeah, so inconvenience is often um, is often sneered at. But when you're doing it out of obedience to God, it's one of the best decisions you can ever make with your life. So, yeah. All right. So on to our topic for today. <laughs> today, I want to talk to you guys about um, keeping promises because I know I was supposed to talk about it last week and it got hijacked. My podcast got hijacked. Um, So keeping promises. I was listening to an audio book by Rachel Hollis called Girl, Wash Your Face. And this book, you know, it was really good. First of all, let me just do a little plug here. I've been listening to audio books like crazy. I've listened to probably a book or two a week because I went to the library. I got my library card and they had these two apps. One is called Libby and one is called uh, Hoopla, I think. Yeah, Hoopla. And you download, You first you, you, know, you, you hook in your library card information. You can download, I mean, they have so many books. I did all of the Mockingjay, the Hunger Games. <laughs> I did all of that. Like I'm trying to do one book that's like spiritual and then one that's um you know non-christian just kind of fictional um just so i can and just so i can stay alive and be normal but i'm you know i'm not listening to anything romantic or sexual or anything like that i'm just listening to just fun books so to be honest though i listened to all three of the mocking jays i mean the uh hunger games <laughs> in a row i did not put any spiritual content between it because the books were so much more detailed than the movie or the movies that i was just having a ball with it and so um yeah so anyways so i got an audiobook called girl wash your face and i listened to it and it was really good um, some parts, you know, she was talking about more, more of the stuff I couldn't really relate to is like, as far as having like little kids and stuff like that, you know, I have a big girl, she's, she's pretty self-sufficient and she was talking about poop, com- you know, coming out of people's diapers and stuff, you know, like that type of stuff wasn't really, uh, hitting for me, but, but she got to a point where, and I, I need to actually pinpoint where, and I'm okay, go get the book so you can listen to it, but there was this one point where she talked about going out with some friends and she stayed out pretty late. And then when she got home, she snapchatted herself on her treadmill, getting it in, getting her miles in or whatever, you know, whatever she, she said she would do. And then her friend texted her. She said, I just saw your Snapchat. Are you seriously working out? And she was like, yeah, I just finished. And she said, Oh my gosh, like, you know, why are you trying to be so perfect? And you can take a day off. And she was like fussing at her. And she she said, um, she said, you know, something along the lines of that basically she keeps promises to everybody else and that she was tired of not keeping them to herself. And when she said that, it just, it hit me. 
And she goes on to explain the narrative of my life, pretty much, you know. So she's talking about how, you know, if if you told a friend that you would be somewhere to meet them at six um, and you, you know, would you would you be there? And I'm like, yeah, you know, like she starts to go through these questions. And I started to think about my level of commitment that I have to other people. I mean, I am diehard committed to people. And I mean, I'm diehard committed to perfect strangers. I'm literally right now headed to work. And I mean, if I'm a second late, I'm beating myself up. I'm like, no, you can't. Your integrity is at stake here. Your character, you know, you you cannot be late. You cannot. If you say you're going to do something, you need to do it. And I don't make promises often because I don't, you know, I have to be sure that I'm going to be able to do something if I say I'm going to do it. Because once I stamp my name to it, it's going to take all of hell or an apocalypse to stop me from doing the thing that I promised. So I said, I was listening to her and she was kind of rambling on about things and, and I started to zone out you know how you're at church sometimes and the preacher is preaching and when God starts to like talk to you on you know at your level you kind of zone into that and you're like you're hearing the pastor but you're not and and that's how it was it was like oh my gosh like I'm super hardcore committed to people and to keeping my word to strangers and if I'm gonna be late I mean I was that same way when I had my own salon if I was gonna be late I would wait until, you know, maybe five minutes before and let them know, hey, I'm running a few minutes late. I'm so sorry. I'm coming, you know, like, but it was rare. Like I was, I was on time and, and I, cause I'm respectful of people's time. I'm respectful of people. And I realized I said, but I don't respect Cecily. I have a hard time respecting myself. You know, I, I'm so drained by the energy that I've put into other people that when it comes to me, it's like almost I'm an afterthought. And so, (laughs) so I know on one hand, when we started, I talked about, um, the ministry of self and how we shouldn't get too caught up with that because Oh, that, Hey, that's great. Oh my gosh. That's why I told you about the little girl. Thank you, Lord. So the reason why I told you about it was because one thing that her family had, um, we're pausing. We're pausing that. We're pausing the, the promise thing. Okay. One thing, one thing her family had on the wall was this word joy. And under joy, it was an acronym for Jesus first, um, others second, and yourself last. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to, I'm going to adopt that. Right. Okay. <laughs> now, now we're kind of coming to like a conundrum here <laughs> because I'm telling you to not focus on yourself. But in at this juncture, I'm saying, yes, keep promises to yourself. Now, being focused on yourself and keeping promises to yourself are two different things. So don't get it twisted. I'm not saying that, you know, because I had a... I had a friend kind of fuss at me because she wanted to leave her husband and focus on herself. And I'm like, excuse my language, but what what the hell? What does that mean? You know, like when you get married, (laughs) we're going to do a marriage. We're going to do a section on marriage eventually. But you're laying down. You're like, God, help me. Help me break this down, Lord, because I'm trying to make this thing. It's all right. I'm already at 20 minutes. I'm trying to talk fast so I can, so I can stay within the parameters of what I said I was going to do. This is going to go over a little bit. Let me just tell you guys. The Bible says 
that a single woman cares about the Lord and how she can please him. But a married woman is concerned about her husband, how she how she can please her husband. And yes, you have to take care of yourself. I was not denying her that. But when you hold about to leave your husband so that you can focus on self. And I was like, where's God in that? I don't know, guys. I don't know. All right. So let's keep moving. I was on I was married for seven years. I you know, hey, I wasn't it hey, I went through the ebb and flow of marriage, but I did learn a thing or two about self-sacrifice. And and I had to make time for my husband, just like I had to make time for myself, like I had to make time for my clients, like I had to make time for my kid, you know. So it's all about having a structure in place. That's the main thing. And then once structure's in place, if you deviate a little bit, then okay. But if you never have a structure, then it's just a free for all. And that's why things feel confused and all over the place. So I'm going to leave that there. We'll pick up on marriage stuff later. Um, but Jesus first yourself, other second yourself last. And so I was listening to Rachel Hollis talk in her book, girl, wash your face. And I was thinking, Oh my gosh, I treat myself like crap. And so <laughs> I'm going to tell you guys one thing that I said I was going to start doing. Because I said as as hardcore committed as I am to other people, I'm going to become that same level of committed to me, to myself, right? And that means I'm going to do the same thing that I would do for other people that I would do for myself. I'm not going to make unrealistic promises to myself if I know I'm not fully ready to commit, right? That's number one. Because I do that for other people. I'm so hardcore committed and my word means everything. And I am, my character level in people's eyes, like they'll they'll say, oh, Cecily, oh, if you give it to Cecily, she's got it. She's going to do it. She's going to knock it out of the park. Like they can say that about me because I pick what I, but I pick what I'm going to do, my projects, even at work. And and I pick it and when I do it, I mean, I stick my whole foot and everything else in that thing. And it is, I mean, that thing is excellent. And they know, like even my boss, she said, um, she was, she gave me a project to do. And I said, I was done. I thought I was done, but I started to kind of fine tooth it. And when I looked over the documents, I realized it was some other areas. I said, I can't just give it to you anyhow. She said, I know that's why I gave it to you. That's why I picked you to do it. I said, dad, I'm right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like she doesn't know me well because I'm kind of a new employee, but in just a few weeks that she's known me, she knows my character that I'm not going to half do anything. Whatever she gives me to do, I'm going to do like do it with all my heart. So when it came to to me, I was thinking, oh my gosh, I suck at that towards myself and everything's going to have to change. So let me tell you the first commitment I made to myself because I realized something. I realized that I was becoming addicted to coffee and I know coffee, black coffee is not bad for you, but I was becoming addicted to coffee with creamer. And then there's this uh, gas station here in Florida called, um, Wawa and Wawa is pretty cool it has um like all this like a little store inside it has uh, not a store but like a a deli or whatever and they were having coffee for like a dollar for months dollar coffee any size and that became my guilty pleasure because I would go in I would get the Cuban roast I would get 
I would use their, um, they have their own creamer. So I would use their Irish cream creamer or their French vanilla. If I was feeling fancy, I would do the French vanilla creamer with the French vanilla powder that they have on the side. And oh my gosh, a little cinnamon. I mean, it was delicious. Like the coffee was really good. And so I was enjoying that so much. I would do it every single day. And I knew I was racking up the calories, but I did not care. And the sugar was super high. So, so the first thing I decided was, you know what? I'm letting coffee go. I knew I was getting my braces on February 5th. So I said, all right, I'm February 1st. I'm going to, I'm not drinking coffee anymore. And the, the goal is I'm not drinking coffee until these braces are off which would be, they said, six to eight months because my teeth aren't bad. So I'm hoping six months because this has been real interesting, y'all. But anyways, so I don't want my teeth stained around where my brackets are. So I decided, okay, that's a perfect, you know, I'll celebrate my braces coming off with a cup of coffee, but I'm not going to go cream and sugar crazy. I'm just, maybe I'll do it black. Maybe I'll just have like a low fat or, you know, almond milk type deal or whatever. And I, cause, because I realized I, I did not drink coffee. When my husband was alive, he was the coffee drinker. I would make it, smell it, sip a little bit, and leave it on the counter. And he would always laugh and say, I would say, ooh, I'm craving some coffee. He'd say, no, you're craving the smell of coffee because you don't ever drink it. <laughs> and he was right. I never did drink the coffee. I would always just make it, take a little sip, like, hmm, and then keep the moving. I mean, I wasted creamer and everything. But over the years, I became addicted. And I have this notion in my heart that I don't want to be addicted to anything but Christ. So if it's something that I, that I, that I'm doing that I have to have that it's like, I got to do this or I got to have it, then I'll deny myself that thing just even for a time period, just to like come to myself that, okay, Cecily, you tripping, you don't need this. So, so here we are. Uh, it's March, March 6th, I think. And I've been over a month without a drip of coffee. And I've been enjoying it. And I love tea. I drink tea every once in a while. Tea is not like a an addiction. It's just I can have it or not have it. It doesn't matter. Um, I love water, though. So I do kill, you know, tons of water. But I feel so freaking proud of myself that I made a promise to myself. And I'm keeping it, you know. And... And even now, like I did this whole thing at the beginning of the year and I lost like 30 pounds and then I started to gain it back because I didn't, I tried to plan for when it was over, but I just, I was just so ready to eat, (laughs) like to be just free. I, um, when I finished that commitment, because that was another part of it, you know, I committed to myself that I was going to do this thing. And I did it for the full time that I said I was going to do it. And I was super proud of myself. And I think I was just ready to eat solid food and just be normal. And so I had the plan all set up, but I didn't follow it because I was I was just in a gorge period. So I gained back like 10 of those pounds, um, which I kind of figured would happen. And but it's been a free for all. And so I had to make a fresh commitment to myself. And let me tell you, when I tell you guys, when I say sometimes I talk to myself, that is not just the, the, a cool title for my podcast, whether y'all think it's cool or not, because I think it's kind of weird. But anyway, it is 
actually something that I do. I was I was doing my hair this morning. I looked at myself in the mirror and I said, "Listen, girl, you are tripping. When you did when you did that 40 days where you just, you know, you committed and you told your body when your stomach growled, you said, "Hey, you're going to be okay till the till tonight. You'll be fine." Listen, we're not going to die. You all right. When you did that, your body came into alignment and it said, oh, okay. My stomach literally like a little baby. Like, have you ever talked to your three-year-old and you're like, you're okay. You're going to be okay. And they're like, okay. You know, (laughs) like my body literally was like, okay. Like it growls. And I said, hey, you're all right. We're going, we're not going to die. Trust me. I love you too. You're going to be fine. And my body, it was like the growling stopped. Everything kind of like lined up. And I realized, girl, you are powerful. But I told the Lord, I said, Lord, hey, I cannot do this without you. But there's a there's something that he's placed inside of me already that has the power to decide whether or not I'm going to gorge myself on bread and and Takis or if I'm going to make a decision to keep a promise to myself that I am valuable and that I that I deserved and that I actually did well not deserve I don't know the wording I'm looking for here but I am valuable and that I should take care of myself and that I should be good to myself you know what I'm saying so so I made a fresh commitment to myself this morning and I said hey that same girl that did those 40 days is the same girl I'm looking at in the mirror right now you can do it you don't need to you don't need to go on a whole 10 day fast or 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 call in the resources or reference or people to pray for you girl make up your mind your mind is powerful and do it and so I just want to encourage you guys today like let's stop being so good to everybody and not good to ourselves there is a balance that you reach there's a balance that we get to where we realize yes I have to take care of myself yes you know I've I've experienced that thing where you have mommy guilt and I didn't know it was a thing until I saw the wording and I was like oh it's a thing I didn't know because I've been dealing with that like I'm such a good mom. I'm such a good mom. But if I would go get my nails done without my daughter, oh my gosh, I'd be sitting in the nail place like, oh, I should have took her with me. Uh, Sunday, I went for a drive without her and I went to, I ended up at a science museum and it was really cool. Um, Like outside, everything was really, really nice. And I was like, oh, Gigi should be here. I should bring her. I need to go get her. And it was like, no, this is your moment. You take a minute. You needed to drive. You needed to get away. You know, you take a moment and and just breathe and just be by yourself and just talk to the Lord. You know, and so the whole mommy guilt thing is a real thing. So if you suffer from that, it's up, girl. It's okay. You'll be okay. So they will be okay. You will be okay everybody's gonna be okay but um but yeah I just wanted to encourage you guys to make some small promises to yourself now this this the coffee promise that was a big one um I hit that pretty hard but I made a new promise to myself today when I fussed myself out in the mirror and told myself how incredible I was (laughs) then I said um and so we're gonna set a new commitment starting now and yeah, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna keep my promise to myself. And I feel like there's no wavering in it. It's done, you know? Like I've set my mind. That's why the Bible says it's a scripture that says, Set your mind and keep it set on things that are above and not beneath. I think the Lord knows the power in us setting our mind to something. Because once it's locked into place, like a cog or a 
something. I mean, you know, whatever you get. That's, have you ever had something that's locked into place where you know that you're going to have to break that thing in order to get it unlocked? Like if you have some type of um, shelving or something you put together. I've put stuff together that may have had like plastic pieces. And it's like, oh, I, this thing is not coming out. Once it's locked in, you know, even those little bracelets when you go to conferences and they put the bracelet on you. And once it's locked on, they're saying, hey, if you take it off when you get to your hotel, you will not be able to come back in tomorrow because those things do not lock back into place. Once they're off, they're off. Once they're on, they're on. So, yeah. So it's like that. Once we set our mind to something, once we've clicked in and it and it makes sense to us, there's such a power in that where, hey, it's done. So I just want to I just want to encourage you guys today. This this podcast is for you to make make some small promises to yourself and commit to keeping them like you would to anybody else. Now, if you're one of those people who throw your word around haphazardly and you pretty much don't keep promises to anybody, including yourself, then that's a problem. So you're going to have to you have to get with the Lord or you're going to have to like yeah, you're going to have to just totally get yourself together. Because I was telling um, my group home girls, your name is the most precious bit of currency that you have. It is the most, the most precious currency that we have is our names, our good names. And once, once they get a smear, it's like your credit, <laughs> you know, like it took me years to get my credit to almost 800 and then it only takes a few months of not paying that credit card bill for that thing to slip down and you're like bro like (laughs) i worked hard on this but it only takes a small uh indiscretion for people to say and you know hey yeah people say well i don't care what people think about me but actually we're all like little cogs in a clock working together this world does not run without people we don't run without each other truthfully we can't nobody can do it by themselves. even you got even cardi b who is super you know outspoken and she just don't give a care and everything is but she's got a crew everybody needs a crew or some type of person or some type of um some type of uh support and help from people not just themselves you know so even monks monks they dwell together. Some, some of them be by themselves. But let me tell you something. <laughs> we all need people, human contact, human help, human support. So yeah, I just want to encourage you. You you can absolutely have a, a facet of yourself that says, hey, I don't care what people think. But there is a part of you that has to know that, yes, you've got to care what you look like on paper what your character is like because that's going to reflect poorly either on you and and it's going to matter in the long it's going to matter in the long run because when it comes to either picking you for a thing or overlooking you because of something they will overlook you and you'll say well i don't know why because of your bad character so yeah all right i'm done <laughs> lord i just pray i thank you lord for this day i thank you god for this podcast i um I really enjoy just talking to myself and my beautiful listeners. Um, Lord, we just thank you for all of the things that you're saying and even some of the stuff that you don't say. This, the stuff that you let us get away with in our childish, you know, just small thinking. But you're still good. You're still patient. You're still faithful. And you're still there. So, Lord, we just appreciate you. I pray, God, that 
Um, just like Rachel Hollis, she one of her small goals was to give up Diet Coke because it just wasn't good for her. I pray that you would give my listeners um, the ability to let go of something small and realize and not even if not even letting go of something, but just keeping a promise to themselves, whether it's they say, OK, I'm going to work out every other day for the next two weeks and like to keep that promise to themselves and not and not. um not sh- throw it to the side because oh it's just me oh I'll, I'll get over it it's just me I'll forgive me no 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 I just pray God that you would help them Lord to, to treat themselves as, as kindly as they treat other people and Lord that if it, if anything begins to come out of balance Lord that you would show them and 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 help things put things back into balance in the name of Jesus so yeah God I thank you I thank you for this podcast and this wonderful drive to work that I've had. I pray everybody has a great week or weekend whenever you're listening. Yes. So God bless you guys. In Jesus name. Amen. Africa shall be saved. I love y'all. Talk to y'all next week.